This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. ISIS is on the rise. Our southern border is in tatters. China's economy is collapsing and members of law enforcement are being targeted for assassination. Do you see a trend here? Being prepared isn't just a good idea, it's an absolute necessity. Get your 72-hour emergency food supply for only $10 plus free shipping by calling My Patriot Supply at 800-823-2519. Stop procrastinating. 800-823-2519. My Patriot Supply, it's not just food, it's freedom. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Hello. Welcome to the Blaze Radio Network and the Jeff Fisher Show. You know... The world changed last night, yesterday. November 13th, 2015. Friday the 13th. I had, you know, so many things (laughs) to talk to you about today. Stuff that's some funny, some sad, some serious. Just like always. Because you want to, you know, do what we do, right? Every day. And I put it together early because we had the Mercury One gathering last night. Met a lot of a lot of wonderful people last night. A lot of people gave uh, a lot of money to help Mercury One and to help Mercury One and the Nazarene Fund. And to help keep Mercury One going and strong. And if ever there was a time where Mercury One meant something, one person, one couple, one family, one town, one county, one state, one country, one world is now. When you think of the things that we have facing us, terrorism, war in Iraq, maybe just war, U.S. racial tensions, immigration, we still have the presidential debates going, the race for the president, things worrying us here, sanctuary cities, National police force, national debt, all the entitlement programs, and the ever-present global warming, real or not. And then you have an event like took place yesterday in France. If you're not aware, we'll cover everything that happened in France yesterday but the French president blames the Islamic State for the terrorist attack in Paris and calls it 
an act of war. An act of war. Those of you that have been listening to this network and to the main driving force of the blaze, Glenn Beck, who I spent most of the evening with last night at our event, and we prayed for the people all over the world and most importantly in Paris. We had a lady at the event volunteering volunteering for Mercury One who had family members she couldn't get a hold of in Paris. And yet, I mean, she suffered through the evening. Glenn wrote on his Facebook page last night, and I I read this this morning, and so much, if you haven't heard, if you haven't heard what happened, I'll tell you that a series of attacks targeting young concert goers, soccer fans, and Parisians enjoying a Friday night out at popular night spots killed at least 120 people, and I believe we're up to 127, 128 now. There's an American rock band playing at the main concert hall where scores of people were held. They were held hostage. There were attackers that ended up in a standoff inside this venue. And those attackers detonated explosive belts. One, I believe, was shot by police who stormed that building. And there's other stories that we'll get to of people that were part of uh, the attacks people that were there, their words, and you know it was horrifying. You do. You know it was. And every day we hear, the world is changing. The world is changing. We have universities creating, I want to say chaos, but creating a a mental instability here in the U.S. We talked about the young man who was going on his hunger strike for to save the oppression of the minorities and the black people on university campuses everywhere, most importantly the University of Missouri where he was at. And we didn't joke, but we made the point of, oh my gosh, how oppressed are you? You come from a well-to-do family, and look around the world. Look at what's happening in Syria. Look at what's happening in Iraq. Look at what's happening in Afghanistan. Libya. This is what Glenn wrote on his Facebook page uh, this morning, a couple hours ago. And I read this this morning as I was sitting here thinking what I was going to talk to you guys about. 
because, you know, I've got a list of things that we could we could talk about. I've got headlines and I've got the Mizzou story. We could we could go down and take a look at some of the things that I had on my list. Just I was going to make it a big tech day, a big tech day, because I had. Uh, Massive amounts of stories on how what's changing and what's coming uh, technology-wise. <laughs> and one of them, actually, and I, I don't see it on this list, but one of them I, I know was a, an app that you could get on your phone that will tell you about fights. Street fights going on. So you could go and watch and be a part of it. It's an app. It's like a, like a dating app, only a fight app. And how silly. After the attack in France, does that seem? We're going to send an app out. Hey, big fight going on. Yeah, uh, is that the same street that the, the bomb went off? Oh, no. No, that's a different street. So I read this from Glenn on his on his Facebook page. And having worked with him and been with him, I've heard a lot of it before. But he put it together in this post and Well, I'm just gonna read you what he wrote. This was not a terror attack tonight. This was the beginning of World War Three. And you know, before, I, before I'm going to stop right there for a moment because I almost, before I read this, I was writing down in my notes uh, here at the Blaze Radio Studios in Dallas. And I thought, has anyone talked about this being the start of World War III? Because it wasn't more than a week ago that we talked about, you know, we, I think we're in World War III. Nobody's saying it yet. But it's already started. And I was looking at some of the network headlines and going through some of the tweets and news reports of what was going on. And nobody's saying it. Nobody's saying it at all. And yet the very first line when I open up the Facebook page and see Glenn's post, this was not a terror attack tonight. This was the beginning of World War III. There it is. The the Archduke Ferdinand moment was indeed the cart vendor in Tunisia. He lit the fuse that sparked the uprisings in the Middle East, which led to a collapse of Libya, which led to a refugee crisis in Italy, Spain, and France, which led to the U.S. arming the wrong people in Syria by running guns through Benghazi, which led to the collapse of Syria and the creation of ISIS, which in turn led to the refugee crisis in Europe, which led to the first shots tonight in World War III. It may not be declared or seen as such for quite some time, but make no mistake, this is the beginning. The refugee crisis will, when history is written, be seen as a Trojan horse a Trojan horse invasion by Islamists in Europe. It was aided by the UN, the EU, and socialists worldwide. 
This is the final fulfillment of the chalkboard. A caliphate will be established and the chaos will spread across the Middle East. Then the chaos will spread to Europe where the socialists, anarchists, and Islamists will work together to destabilize Europe and the Western world. Remember, three years ago, all of these so-called experts said this was nuts. It has all just happened. What does this lead to now? A fulfillment of the warning that the rise of hardline communists and fascists will rise with the same hatred not seen since the 1930s in Europe. But how about here? As I've been saying for the last few months, prepare for three things over the next 18 months. Two of them have begun to happen this week in France and our universities. Significant impact of the last two make the first happen with total surety. Number one, economic stability. Number two, Islamic stability. Number three, domestic instability. And think of that, uh, Islamic instability. Are we seeing that? We absolutely are. Uh, domestic instability, yeah. Um, I, he continues. What happened in Paris may be the beginning of a much larger movement, which could spread globally. It's only a matter of time. The events this week on university campuses will spread and join with civil unrest in cities across the nation. It may center around the Democratic Convention in Philadelphia. Pray for our nation. Pray that the eyes of those who are blind will see that our hearts will not fail us, and that the mouths of our churches are opened. That was a post from Glenn Beck just a few hours ago on his Facebook page. Most importantly in that entire post, pray. You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network. This podcast brought to you by My Patriot Supply. Did you miss the chance to get a 72-hour emergency food supply with free shipping for just 10 bucks? What's wrong with you? Don't worry. Call 888-411-7440 right now. They have a few left, and they're selling out fast. 888-411-7440. What are you waiting for? A disaster? Do it right now. 888-411-7440. The Jeff Fisher Show. 888-900-3393 is the phone number if you'd like to weigh in on the horrific the horrific happenings in Paris yesterday that I'm pretty sure we'll see that you know really really changed the world. Right now, ISIS has claimed responsibility for the attacks. Uh, This from CNN. uh, The attacks that targeted six locations in Paris. Right now, 128 people have lost their lives. In an online statement distributed by supporters, the terror group said eight militants wearing explosive belts and armed with machine guns attacked precisely selected targets in the French capital. In addition to the fatalities, 180 others were injured, according to Paris police. 
uh, more than half of the injured are in critical condition. More lives probable to be lost. Gunman hit Friday night when bars and restaurants were bustling with residents and tourists. Screams, gunfire. One of the targets was near a soccer match as French France played uh, world champion Germany. And don't forget that uh, French president uh, calls it an act of war. I will try to get to a couple of other things that may add to and remind you of the list that we covered at the opening of the show that the top 10 issues we're facing here in the U.S. But this is amazing that the timeline is particularly interesting and the world has responded. We've We've heard from so many countries around the world uh, saying, you know, giving their uh, their thoughts and prayers. And I thought maybe we'd go through the timeline a little bit and see, you know, let you know what some of the other world leaders are saying, uh, how they're handling it. Um, one of the interesting post post comments uh, was from our president uh, Barack Obama uh, the original statement I did read a little bit about that uh, last night uh, while we were in the middle of this event and it talked about how he um, had not spoken to Francis Hollande yet um, he talked about how he had spoken to him earlier in the day this a particular statement says President Barack Obama has spoken by phone to French President Holland to offer the condolences of the American people for the attacks in Paris. The White House says in a statement, this from last night, that Obama has reiterated the United States' steadfast, unwavering support for the people of France, calling the nation America's oldest ally and friend, also has reaffirmed the offer of any necessary support to the French investigation. The White House says the two leaders have pledged to work together and with nations around the world to defeat the scourge of terrorism. That's from our president, Barack Obama. Don't forget that uh, the French president uh, called this an act of war. And now we'll find out exactly if this was from ISIS. We believe that it was. All roads lead to ISIS right now. And look, did you, uh, have we, have we really, did we really think that this was going to end any other way in Europe? France has tried to put the handle down a little bit on them. Uh, No question. Uh, More than other EU countries. Um, Amazing that since they were the country and are the country that has 
tried to put the hammer down on Islamic extremism in their country. Huh. They're the country that gets hit. And don't forget Charlie Hebdo. That was that wasn't even a year ago. That wasn't even a year ago. And not long ago, two or three months ago, we had the uh, attempted attack on the train that our people, the United States citizens, uh, uh, stopped that. So this, as horrific as it is, isn't really a surprise. We have so much more of the attacks and more on the Jeff Fisher Show here on the Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show, the Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show is on. It is. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Uh, Michael Pelka, Piero Pelka, coming up uh, immediately following this broadcast. And our usual lineup, uh, Andrew WK, uh, Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater, and Joe Paggs here on the Blaze Radio Network. There are rumors, just to keep an, you know, keep an ear out to uh, everyone's Twitter and Facebook pages, mine, Jeffy MRA, and uh, Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio, and, of course, Glenn Beck. Uh, his Twitter and Facebook page, uh, and the Blaze. There are rumors, and there this seriously is not one hundred percent yet. But we may uh, have a little bit of the uh, Glenn Beck Radio program uh, live today uh, on the Blaze Radio Network. Um, but for sure, uh, the regular lineup is Michael Pelko, Andrew WK, Chris L. Slato, Mike Slater, and Joe Pags. Here on the Blaze Radio Network. French President Francis, as we kind of discuss the, uh, really, I mean, the world has changed. I I can't tell you how distraught and sad I am right now. You know, I really, we we talk about this stuff every day. And I read you Glenn's Facebook post. And so much of that we've talked about before. And he's right. I know he's right. You know he's right. And yet... I try not to, I don't want him to be right. I should say that. I I don't want him to be right. I want him to be wrong. And I want him, I want to be able to look at him and go, Glenn, (laughs) you are an idiot. You thought this was going to (laughs) happen. Stupid. But that's not what's going to happen. What's going to happen is he's going to look at me and go, you are an idiot for not believing me. This is what's going to happen after the terror attack, uh, you know. And now, now what we're seeing now is not the going into a, a newspaper, a magazine, and killing five or six people or three people, which is horrible, horrific, right? I mean, all of it is bad. Now we're the, we're gearing up the numbers and look, and Europe is going to be on fire. It already is close to being on fire. Um, France has been one of the leaders in trying to push back Islamic extremism. Uh, the other countries are all taking the Syrian, and I put this in quotation marks, of uh, the Syrian refugees uh, coming into the country. We talked, we've talked about some of the smaller cities that are uh, 
being forced by Germany and other countries to take these refugees. The one city we talked about a couple of weeks ago, a city of 102 people are being forced to take 1,000 refugees. So immediately, oh, I'm sorry, they they originally stated 1,000. And then they said, oh, you don't have the infrastructure to take care of 1,000. Okay, well, we'll only send you 500 now, but you'll get 1,000 once the infrastructure is ready. Oh, so once we get sewers, we'll get more? Boy, I hope we can work on those sewers fast enough for that to happen. But they're being forced to take this, and overnight, they're no longer the city they were. They're no longer the religion, religious makeup of that city. They're no longer uh, friends, and Bill lives over here. None of that. It's it's unbelievable. And so, you know, when you think, <laughs> you think this is a surprise, it's not. Anyway, I, I'm, still, I'm just I'm really I'm really unbelievably sad and and distraught, and I don't know what to tell my children. I tried to talk to them a little bit last night, and you try to make them feel good, but you don't want to. You can't sugarcoat it. I can't. I mean, I can't. You can try to not maybe not tell them, and maybe you can tell them, yeah, these bad guys, you know. But you got, I mean, pray right. Tell them to pray for these people. Uh, you know, last night we talked about what Mercury One of the Nazarene Fund is doing for the Christians in Europe and how we're trying to get them out before they're wiped off the face of the earth. Because make no mistake, that's what this is about. I think it's called, uh, I don't know, a caliphate. I mean, it's unbelievable. And yet it is believable. It is believable. So if you just joined us here on the Blaze Radio Network, um, the terror attack yesterday, last night in Paris. Uh, Right now, 128 people have been confirmed murdered. More in the hospital, more in critical condition. Those horrific numbers murdered will rise. French president blames Islamic State, calls it an act of war. The Islamic State has said, yeah, we're responsible. Yeah, that was us. That was us. So some of the timeline from this. He said the attacks on the stadium, concert hall, and Paris cafe diners were committed by a terrorist army, the Islamic State group, a jihadist army against France, against the values that we defend everywhere in the world, against what we are, a free country that means something to the whole planet. France will be merciless toward the barbarians of Islamic State group. France will act by all means anywhere, inside or outside the country. They're already bombing Islamic State targets in Syria and Iraq, as part of, and this is this is what I what I give just kind of get a kick out of as part of the U.S. led coalition, and has troops fighting extremists in Africa, part of the U.S. led coalition, and yet we're not the leaders of that by any stretch of the imagination. I know that uh, Vladimir Putin of Russia has said that he will do anything. To help, um, you know, it probably wouldn't surprise anyone if France and Russia join forces in Syria. Would it now? 
and then the U.S.-led coalition. I mean, I'm sure that they'll uh, Vladimir probably. Yeah, they can. We can be part of the. You know that. Yeah, that's a U.S.-led coalition. That won't last long. If you think that we're the leaders of that, think again. Think again. When the attacks were over, eight attackers were dead, seven of them in suicide explosions, one killed by security forces. They also, um, at that time, uh, thought that the possibility of some attackers still might be at large, so they were searching for possible accomplices. And if this is part of an ISIS attack, you can bet there's plenty more wannabe attackers out there that they will be stopping. Now, Holland declared the state of emergency and announced that he was closing the country's borders. Although, of course, in great political fashion, even in France, they said, oh, wait, we're just uh, reimposing border checks. We're not closing the borders. Um, You know, those border checks we removed after Europe created its free travel zone in the 80s. Old European Union, yay, free travel zone. So we're not closing the borders. I will be surprised if they don't actually do close the borders. Which, wow. And that will be a domino effect with other countries when those borders are closed, man. Travel is going to be very restricted for anyone. Amazing. Amazing. French police say they believe the attackers are all dead. And don't forget they believe that they are all dead, but they still may be searching for some that they believe were part of it and are still at large. Some of the horrific statements that we heard a resident near the concert hall spoke of disbelief and shock after the gun attack. Arriving home on a bike when he bumped into the nightmarish scene, a man whose shirt was black with blood, wandering by the side of another man with a large bullet hole in his cheek. He was staring at me. He was confused and mumbling and didn't know what he was doing. He just kept saying, we were attacked. We got down on the floor and we managed to get out but others stayed trapped. We were attacked. We got down on the floor, and we managed to get out. But others stayed trapped. Act of war. Angela Merkel, of course, speaking to reporters in Berlin, expressed grief. They wanted to live the life of free people in a city that celebrates life. She says the victims encountered murderers who hate precisely this life of freedom. Merkel said her country stands ready to help France in whichever way it can because the attack was aimed not just at Paris. It targeted and it hits all of us. 
Okay, that sounds great. But, Angela, you actually part of the problem just a little bit. Because um, if I'm not mistaken, these refugees that are coming into the European Union, a uh, whole bunch of them are coming to Germany, and you're just slapping them on the back and welcome them, sending them to small cities of 102 people. You're sending a 1,000 to the small city and saying, here, now you have these Syrian refugees. And if they're actually refugees, God bless them. And if we can help them, in any way, great. But to just simply let them in without any type of vetting anything cannot be good. It just can't be. And I know it's hard to stop them. I mean, we can't even... The French president can say in a press conference he's closing the borders and immediately the political... Melee is saying, oh, no, 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 we are not closing the borders. Hey, 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 we are just, we're just re-implementing those border checks that uh, went away when we started the free travel zones. So France has got to play a little political, political basketball, political soccer with even words from their president. That might be part of the problem. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Sure. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Uh, we will continue our coverage of the attacks, the terrorist attack, the act of war uh, in Paris yesterday here on the Blaze Radio Network and the Jeff Fisher Show. We have uh, a, the band that was actually playing at the venue that was uh, attacked uh, posted uh, on their Facebook page, uh, that uh, the band is called Eagles of Death Metal. Uh, we are currently trying to determine the safety and whereabouts of all our band and crew. Our thoughts are with all the people involved in this tragic situation. We have an update from them about them. Uh, Aaron Hernandez, who uh, co-hosts uh, Talking Walking Dead with me uh, each week, uh, has an update and I believe is part of their fan club. I mean, he was really really part of their of the big Eagles of Death Metal fan club. He may be even a card-carrying member. <laughs> we have, thank you, we have an update uh, from the uh, French president uh, who is speaking. We'll get that audio and get uh, exactly what he's telling us is happening uh, as the show progresses. And we have Mark in Maryland joining us on the broadcast right now. Mark, how are you? Mark just dropped. He thought I wasn't going to go to him because I started talking about the Eagles of Death Metal. And he thought, huh. That's what, he, that's what he wanted to talk about. So, Aaron, we have an update. They couldn't determine the safety and whereabouts of all their uh, band band member and crew. Um, has that still happened? Are they all okay? What's up with that? It seems like everybody that played the show that night, is everybody's okay. Um, confirmation is, is starting to come in. 
So I, it looks like everybody's okay, which is fantastic. Good. Um, you are a fan of these guys? Huge Eagles of Death Metal fan. Um, they're, I love them. You know, they're a great band. Um, the, the drummer also is the singer for Queens of the Stone Age. So, I mean, oh, of course. I should have known that. Yeah. So if you like should've rock and roll, that. you're going to love this band. And uh, it's just sad, man. I'm a music fan. I'm a music fanatic. And I was just at a show the other night. And to have, you know, a tragedy right. like this happen when so many people are together having a good time and enjoying themselves is um, beyond disturbing, to say yes. the least. Uh, no question. You know, I was just I was looking at the people um, wandering around on the streets in shock after this attack in Paris. And I'm thinking, how else would you be? How many times? And think of this since since our uh, first 9-11, uh, and we've lost some of that uh, some of that shock. But we've thought about uh, going to events. We've all been to huge events, huge events. And, you know, uh, thought, well, if something bad happens, what, what can we do? Man, there is no, there's no, no, no book for that. It's, it's just awful, man. Yes. It's just horrific. And I'm glad that uh, all the band members are okay. But uh, still, remember, prayers, prayers, prayers. This is the Jeff Fisher Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Hello. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number if you'd like to participate. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network live. Uh, discussing the Paris attacks of yesterday. Um, ISIS claimed responsibility, and we are confirming now that uh, everyone believes that it actually was ISIS uh, that did this. Um, the world changed yesterday. My gosh. We've got 127 people killed, 28 people killed. Eight attackers are dead. Seven of them killed themselves with suicide vests, belts. And one was killed uh, inside the music venue uh, from police. We've heard the horrific... Tales of some people people. on the streets. If you go to theblaze.com, you can see all kinds of stories and pictures of just horrific acts of terror. Uh, If you go to my Twitter feed, at JeffyMRA, you can follow some of this. Some of the people have been tweeting me. You know, I I do really like uh, uh, from uh, Boozers1001. 
when your Middle East policy is a James Taylor song, this is the result. France is a friend indeed. Wow. Huh? That is pretty much it. One of the tweets was, uh, we said that we were sending... uh, we were sending James or John Kerry back to France, and the one tweet was uh, James Taylor in the green room. Sad, 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 sad. So many things facing us here in this country. Uh, you know, we have we have so many things facing us here in this country, and then this around the world. And when you stop today and drink your coffee. And you sit down out on the back porch and you light that cigarette and you're thinking, Phew. you say a prayer saying for the people of France and then thank, thank the Lord that it's not here yet, but it is. We haven't had the, we haven't had the attacks yet, but it's here and we're it's World War Three. We're already there. I'm so distraught right now, I can't even tell you. I can't try to find the words. Now the French president has already spoken saying uh talked about the uh hundred and twenty seven people that were killed were in active war. Uh one of his latest news conferences he just gave, uh President Francis Holland, we have that. Let's listen. I have made a decree for national mourning of three days. All measures to protect our citizens and territory in the framework of the state of emergency, the internal security forces and the army to my pay respects will take took the action yesterday in order to neutralize the terrorists. The army and internal security forces will be mobilized at the highest level. And I've ensured that all measures are strengthened on the maximum scale. The military will patrol in the middle of Paris throughout the coming days. France, because she was attacked in cowardice, in shame, and violently. France will be pitiless concerning the barbarity of Daesh and use all its means in the framework of law and all means and on the whole internal and external territory together with our allies who are aimed at, in this serious, painful, decisive period for our life, I call on unity, joining together to keep our call, and I call on the Parliament and the Versailles Congress on Monday to bring the nation together in this trial. France is strong. She can be wounded but always rises up again and nothing can damage her. 
Despite the grief, France is solid, is active. France is valiant and will triumph over this barbarity. History recalls us the, st the strength we have to mobilize. Dear compatriots, what we are defending is our country, the values of humanity, of France will undertake her responsibilities, and I call on you for this essential unity. Long live Republic, long live France. French President Francis Hollande. He also called this act an act of war. Uh, we know now that a Syrian passport was found on one of the terrorists in Paris. It's being reported. Other countries around the EU, uh, Czech authorities have increased security measures all across the country following the terrorist attacks. They have deployed forces at in all international airports, shopping centers, the French embassy. Prime Minister says he was horrified by the number of innocent victims. France deserves all our possible support and solidarity. And the president of the Czech Republic has offered condolences to relatives of the victims. We are all France and its people. Uh, we know Poland now says they will not accept migrants under EU quotas after Paris attacks. They will not, Poland, we will not accept migrants under EU quotas. We know that some of the problem with the EU quotas, and that's what we were finding with uh, the Nazarene Fund, was we found out uh, last night from uh, Johnny Moore, who's the executive director of Mercury One's Nazarene Fund, helping Christians stop from, stop the genocide of Christians in the Middle East, in Europe. And we know that we have a couple of countries that are going to take some of the Christians. But we also know that some of those countries were, were going to take them. And they weren't going, the EU and the UN were not going to make them count as part of the quotas. So they were saying, ah, you can take them, but we're not going to count them. Oh. Oh, so we can take them and we can say, hey, we're helping Christians and all, and all but we still, that's not going to count against helping the refugees of the, of Syria. Oh. Oh, okay. All right, no, no problem. Thank you. Appreciate it very much. The Iranian president, and you know we wanted to hear from him, Hassan Rouhani, has canceled trips to France and Italy. <laughs> I bet he has. That's probably a pretty good call on his part. Now, we do know that we've heard from world leaders all around. Uh, we've heard from everybody talking about the horrific act of terror in Paris. 
We know that uh, we're getting updates now. A Syrian passport was found on uh, one of the terrorists in Paris. Uh, ISIS, ISIL, is Daesh have claimed responsibility, and we are getting confirmation on that now that they are responsible. Uh, we also know, and we were talking a little bit before we came into this hour, that how many you know since. Uh, since nine eleven, really, uh, the first uh, two thousand one. Um, you think you're going to these big events, and we have huge events in this country every Saturday and Sunday called I don't know football, let alone concert venues. That you know this was a, a big a concert venue for the band Eagles of Death Metal which is actually a rock and roll band we found out from Aaron Hernandez. It's just a, a joke is their name. Huh. So I'm sure everyone was having a good time. Uh-uh, wrong. It didn't end in a good time. It ended with people getting shot and laying on top of each other. In the words of one of the patrons of the concert, he just kept saying we were attacked. We got down on the floor. We managed to get out but the others stayed trapped. And you think about all the times you've gone to events, and maybe in the last few years you really haven't thought about, you know, they have the security, and the security has become more of a pain, right, than anything else. Oh, i got to show them my purse. i got anything metal. No, I'm not, I don't have anything. I'm good. Got my hat on, you know, let me through. I want to go to the game. Slowing me down. I want to go get my drink and find my seat. Well, imagine. We have the audio from the soccer game in which uh, the uh, French president was at uh, when the attacks started. Um, and this is this is what it sounded like. Now, you're at a soccer game, a football game, baseball game, event, any huge event. Uh, we have you know, venues all over this country where we house people in every night, let alone Saturdays and Sundays with 100,000 people in one spot. And the game is progressing, and you hear this. What do you do? You're with your family, with your friends. Um, it's frightening. Frightening. And I know, you know, you got you have to live your life, right? You have to live your life. You have to be strong. You have family. And you're supposed to try to be prepared. You, I mean, I'm not even close being what I, I mean I have maybe you know you have extra food or whatever you're not you're not prepared for any of that right unless you're the prepper uh, in the middle of nowhere you're not prepared for anything like that instead instead you'll join and sadly 
You'll join one of the patrons of the concert last night. Who was dazed and confused, shocked. Maybe some of his and many others' blood all over him. We were attacked. We got down on the floor. We managed to get out. Others stayed trapped. This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Pure Opelka. Coming up after this show, uh, Andrew WK and then Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater and Joe Paggs all live on the Blaze Radio Network. Chris, Mike Slater and Joe Paggs live on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, I would keep an eye out for the possibility of more live programming throughout the weekend on the Blaze Radio Network as we... As we cover the terrorist act in Paris, and we're seeing confirmation that it was ISIS, and we have more of more audio and some more. Uh, we'll give you a rundown of exactly what happened uh, before the show ends. But with so much facing the United States, you know, I gave you the top ten at the beginning of the show: terrorism, war, racial tension, immigration, presidential debates. Uh, we've got some what a couple of uh, what the president. Uh, candidates tweeted and said after this Paris attacks, some of it, a couple of them are unbelievable. Um, the effects of the national police force, uh, global warming, of course, and the national debt and federal entitlement programs. And I read a story. I'm going to take you off of Paris for just a moment. I read a story that talked about a woman realizes her customers are drunk and unemployed and her solution is genius. This is economics. In 2015, Mary is the proprietor of a bar in Dublin. She realizes that virtually all her customers are unemployed alcoholics and, as such, can no longer afford to patronize her bar. To solve this problem, she comes up with a new marketing plan that allows her customers to drink now but pay later. She keeps track of the drinks consumed on a ledger, thereby granting the customers loans. Words get around that Mary's drink now pay later marketing strategy and, as a result, increasing numbers of customers flood into Mary's bar. Soon, as she has the largest sales volume of any bar in Dublin. By providing her customers freedom from immediate payment demands, Mary gets no resistance when, at regular intervals, she subsequently increases her prices for wine and beer and most consumed beverages. Consequently, Mary's gross sales volume increases massively. The young and dynamic vice president of a local bank recognizes that these customer debts constitute valuable future assets and increases Mary's borrowing limit. He sees no reason for any undue concern since he has the debts of the unemployed alcoholics as collateral. At the bank's corporate headquarters, expert traders figure a way to make huge commissions and transform these customer loans into drink bonds, elky bonds, and puke bonds. These securities are then bundled and traded on international security markets. Naive investors don't really understand that the securities being sold to them as AAA-secured bonds are really the debts of unemployed alcoholics. Nevertheless, the bond prices continuously climb, as the securities soon become the hottest-selling items for some of the nation's leading brokerage houses. 
One day, even though the bond prices are still climbing, a risk manager at the original local bank decides that the time has come to demand payment on the debts incurred by the drinkers at Mary's bar. He so informs Mary. Mary then demands payment from her alcoholic patrons, but being unemployed alcoholics, they cannot pay back their drinking debts. Since Mary cannot fulfill her loan obligations, she is forced into bankruptcy. The bar closes and the 11 employees lose their jobs. Overnight, drink bonds, Elke bonds, and puke bonds drop in price by 90%. The collapsed bond asset value destroys the bank's liquidity and prevents it from issuing new loans, thus freezing credit and economic activity in the community. The suppliers of Mary's Bar had granted her generous payment extensions and had invested their firm's pension funds in various bond securities. They find they are now faced with having to write off her bad debt and with losing over 90% of the presumed value of the bond. Wine supplier, bankruptcy. Fortunately, though, the bank, the brokerage houses, and their respective executives are saved and bailed out by the multi-billion euro no-strings-attached cash infusion from their cronies in government. The funds required for this bailout are obtained by new taxes levied on employed, middle-class non-drinkers who have never been in Mary's bar. Now, do you understand economics in 2015? You should, because that's exactly what it is. More, and we'll go in in depth here in the last part of the broadcast and let you know exactly what happened and what is happening in the Paris attacks last night on November 13th, Friday the 13th, 2015 on the Jeff Fisher Show. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Um, the final 30 minutes of this broadcast. And then Michael Pelka and Andrew WK coming up on the Blaze Radio Network. And then live, Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater, and Joe Paggs uh, coming up on the Blaze Radio Network starting at noon. Uh, the world changed yesterday, and maybe you haven't realized it yet. If you're just waking up, uh, welcome to the Blaze Radio Network and the Jeff Fisher Show. But the world changed yesterday, Friday the 13th, November 13th, 2015. And it's as if we're really World War Three. And if you uh, – I, I woke up from – you know, I slept after the Mercury One event uh, last night. I, I, you know, ended up – I look. Who sleeps anymore, right? You get more than three hours of sleep at a time. You, What kind of person are you, right? So, I mean, I woke up after a couple hours, and I was like, I got to get up. And I started reading some of the story of the Paris attacks and what's going on. And I wanted to be able to talk to you a little bit today and talk about the horrors that these people went through uh, at the event uh, in Paris. And the aftermath is going to be bad and the the point will happen when we talk so much uh, on this network about the you know the pendulum swing of the backlash and and you know that pendulum swinging back and we're going to accept anyone who comes in and is ready to lay the hammer down and yeah we all want the hammer laid down but we don't all want it laid down on somebody's head what we want is we want the hammer laid down so that hey 
uh, let us live the way we want. And, you know, we will let you live the way you want, just not here in the United States of America, okay? Not here. And quite frankly, that's certainly what appears to be coming. No question. Um, the attacks last night were eight attackers. Uh, they are dead. Well, seven of them uh, killed themselves with suicide explosions, suicide belts, and one was killed by security forces in Paris. Uh, we've got a uh, state of emergency in France declared. Uh, French President Francis Hollande, who we heard a little bit of uh, last hour, uh, talked about uh, these attacks, uh, killing 127 people. I think we're 128 now. Uh, we're an act of war. Uh, there are plenty more people in uh, serious condition, critical condition in the hospital. So that murder toll may go up. Um, ISIS is taking responsibility for the Paris attacks, and we are, you know, it's being confirmed that that is true, that they are responsible for the attacks uh, in Paris last night. So our thoughts and prayers have to be with the French people. Um, it's really amazing how one thing affects the entire world. And it hasn't been just one thing. See, that's this is uh, this attack and these murders from terrorists were the culmination of Charlie Hebdo in France. Uh, we had the train attack thwarted by U.S. citizens on this train. Otherwise, we would have had another one to talk about. Uh, France has been one of the leaders in trying to at least hold back and get rid of uh, Islamic extremists, while the rest of Europe has welcomed refugees with open arms, although some countries now are locking down those borders. Uh, France said it was going to close their borders, and then the political class immediately said, no, 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 hey, 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 we're not closing them, okay? We're just going back to more security, higher security than the free travel zones that we set up in the 80s. Oh, I wouldn't want to say we're closing them. (laughs) Don't want to say that. Now, I, was, I found it fascinating looking at, uh, on the blaze.com, a story about how the presidential candidates reacted to news of the terror attacks. Now, and I looked at it, and you look at it, and you think they're all going to be the same. And they, for the most part, are. Um, Hillary, Donald, Dr. Brett Carson, Marco Rubio, Ted Cruz. Um, Ted Cruz, our deepest condolences go out to our French allies. I know the U.S. stands by to offer any assistance necessary. They're all praying for the victims. They're all praying for France, and we will do what we can to help, right? Um, 
Bernie Sanders, however, uh, is are, is not praying. Uh, he's thinking about them, though. He was horrified by the attacks, and his thoughts are with the victims and their loved ones. Uh, Martin O'Malley is praying for them. Rand Paul, Jeb Bush, George Pataki, Chris Christie, all praying. Rick Santorum, praying. Mike Huckabee, praying. We do have a couple of other presidential candidates, uh, one by the name of Lindsey Graham, who is a senator right now in our government, and Jim Gilmore, uh, who, if you don't know who he is, don't worry, nobody else does either, but he is running for president. But these two, uh, Jim Gilmore... uh, the Western order of democracy and liberty is under assault and must be defended. He's not praying for anyone. Uh, Lindsey Graham, uh, this isn't just an attack on the French people. It's an attack on human decency and all things that we hold dear. Pretty sure that was Barack Obama, but maybe Lindsey wrote it for him. Maybe Lindsey wrote it for him. And now, Lindsey, his heart breaks for the families of those killed and hostages and injured. And he knows that there's a sickness in the world that needs to be dealt with, and we must come together to confront it. America should lead that unity. Yes, it should, Lindsay. It won't. But it should. We'll be lucky if the U.S.-led coalition is still that uh, by the end of this weekend. We know that Vladimir Putin is saying, hey, we're with France all the way. So... I wouldn't be surprised to see that U.S.-led coalition be Russia and France in Syria soon. I mean, it's unbelievable uh, what's going on. We have, um, if you were joining the Blaze Radio Network yesterday, uh, last evening, uh, you had uh, Doc Thompson, Skip Lacombe, and Robin Lewinsky and a slew of others. And I'm not sure who all joined Doc last night to cover the, these attacks. Um, and I'm sure Doc, like me, had about two hours of sleep, so he's up and ready to talk some more. So Doc Thompson joined us on the Jeff Fisher program here on the Blaze Radio Network. Morning, Doc. How are you, sir? Everything oh, good? So good. So, so good, good, yeah. Yeah. Jeff, I'm sorry to report. I just saw some uh, some bulletins out of Paris just now. Uh, some breaking news that uh, they're hearing explosions and gunshots in a Paris suburb. Seriously? Yeah, no, we've no confirmation on that or what that means, but uh, there's some bulletins coming across right now that says people have heard explosions and gunshots in a Paris suburb, which oh my gosh. Um, I, I speculated last night. I, I don't think this is done. Here, here's what we, when, when we left the year last night, here's what we knew. We knew that uh, somewhere between five and six terrorists had been killed. And you've got uh, six to seven terrorist locations that they synced up. Well, you right. really think they had one terrorist per per location? That's never been the, the MO in the past with any yeah, of these things. It's multiple, no question. Would mean 12, 12 to 14, which means some of these guys are on the run. And then they which they, which they were looking for last night. I mean, they, now we know that eight of them are dead, but they were worried that more were on the run. Right. And then all of a sudden they're like, no, no, we got them all. There's just eight. And I'm like, Okay, there's one per attack? That's crazy to think that. Right. And now this morning, we'll see. Um, We also had reports that uh, some of the chatter had suggested that there were three other uh, targets that they were looking at in the coming weeks. 
And those cities were D.C., London, and Rome, which, you know, we've heard those things many times in the past, so we shouldn't freak out, but that's pretty interesting. Yes, it is. And it, while it's sad and horrific, it really comes as no surprise. Um, All right. Well, I just wanted to give and you this the isn't the beginning. There. And thank you. I appreciate yeah. that, Doc. Thank you. Yes. And we'll look into that more. I appreciate it. We'll talk. Are you guys? And we'll Doc Thompson, Skip Lacombe, uh, Monday through Friday uh, mornings on the Blaze Radio Network, um, six to nine a.m. Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, there you go. A more uh, unconfirmed, bit, yet so much of the news in today's world. Is, you know, the reason we say unconfirmed is because we're getting reports on social media and nobody wants to say that social media, oh, I confirmed it, I read it on Twitter. So it's unconfirmed until someone, well, the Blaze Radio Network just reported it. So is it still unconfirmed? Okay, I guess it is. No problem. I got you. It's okay. Um, we do have... Um, and like Doc said, when they left, they, they didn't even have all eight of the terrorists, uh, the, the original terrorists, uh, yet. They had five or six. So you have eight of them, seven of them. Uh, I mean, it's just unbelievable. And it would not surprise me uh, that there's more. Doc is right. And uh, if they're on the run and scared, they have to do what they set out to do, whether it's at a big venue or a coffee shop somewhere in the suburbs, right? I mean, they have to pull off something to uh, prove their worth to the Islamic State. (laughs) Unbelievable. So we have a, uh, well, there was Julian Pierce. Uh, He was part of, I know this is a long interview. He was on Anderson Cooper last night. Uh, He was there uh, reporting on the event, I believe, of the concert. Um, he joined Anderson Cooper last night, and we get a little perspective of what it was like to actually be there from him. Julian Pierce was inside the Vatican Theater when the attack there began. Julian is joining us now. Can you t- describe what you saw, what you heard, Julian? Well, um, the show was about to end. The band Eagles of Death Metal was playing for almost an hour, and uh, suddenly we heard gunshots coming behind us. And when I, I looked back, I saw at, at least two men, uh, unmasked men. Um, maybe there were three, but in the confusion, I, I can't tell you exactly, but they were holding assault rifles, uh, AK-47. I'm, I'm sure about it, Kalashnikov. And they were firing, firing randomly to the crowd. And... Uh, so obviously we we all uh, lie down on the floor to not get hurt, and it was a huge panic. And the terrorists, <clears throat> sorry, shot at us for like 10 to 15 minutes. Wow! It was Unbelievable. Like, it was a bloodbath, and they shot at us, and they reloaded the guns several times, multiple times. And it's actually what um, um, I escaped because they reloaded. Wow, think of that. Julian Pierce escaped because they reloaded. And again, like the fortunate man we talked about earlier wandering the streets after the attack, we were attacked, we got down on the floor, we managed to get out. 
but others stayed trapped. The world changed yesterday. Friday the 13th, 2015. Here we go. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Eight 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 nine zero zero thirty three ninety three is the phone number. The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Thank you for hanging in there today. We will be uh, live at noon and throughout the rest of the afternoon on the Blaze Radio Network. Michael Pelka and Andrew WK, uh, their programs are coming up on the Blaze Radio Network. But we will be again live with Chris Salcedo at noon. Uh, reports coming in: man arrested at a London airport. Uh, unconfirmed reports of explosions in Paris suburbs. Uh, so far from last night, uh, November 13th, 2015, the attacks in Paris, 128 murdered, 180 injured, many of them in critical condition. French president blames the Islamic State who has taken responsibility for these attacks and calls them an act of war. And if we have more unconfirmed reports from around the world, it could get very ugly very fast. It may be time to think a little bit more about our borders. Just a little bit more. Uh, Some countries in Europe are already deciding, you know what, Uh, no more coming through these gates for a while, okay? Maybe we should think about that here in the U.S. Just saying. Just saying. All right. Have the best weekend you could possibly have, please. Best weekend you could possibly have. And remember, Donna, you look great today. I mean that. You're not... You're not really going to wear that all day, though, are you? This is the Jeff Fisher Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network.